1: And welcome to the Trample Bed podcast for the weekend of Saturday, December 9th, 2023 I am your host Andy Vaughn and with me again this week is Joey Slenzak How are you doing Joey?
0: Hey Andy, doing pretty well after uh, that good bounce back week that we had last week um, it, was an,
1: it was an excellent week last week A lot of good week. results Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately just the one shy of so close yet so far I know and we'll get we'll get that was... uh, in a second and run through each of the individual results but it was a very good week um and yeah ve- delighted with it but it, oh we were so close to it being utterly amazing um Gordon is still on yeah. holiday still on honeymoon in Australia I think this is his final week there though Joey so we might have Gordon back next week
0: okay. Okay. To
1: to take some of the loads and return it, return it to a three man show once again. Although, to be exactly. honest, exactly. If we keep getting weeks like last week, we don't need them.
0: <laughs> we're we're hoping we bring him back, and uh, it only improves the uh, the picks. It's uh, we end up going <laughs> three for three instead of two for two.
1: Ah, uh, fuck that! He can stay in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be having a blast. He's been sending me photos of him. Uh, petting koala bears and flying over barrier reefs and such. So it it looks absolutely tremendous, but um, we'll have, we'll have them back next week, but we run again as a two man show this week with myself in Scotland and Joey out in the States. And that's how we ran last week. So we'll recap quickly last week's shows. And it was a, it was a great week. So it started with my banker in the German Bundesliga Saturday uh, for Red Bull Leipzig at home to Heidenheim. Leipzig won the game 2-1. It was paid out after 44 minutes when Leipzig went 2-0 up, so no dramas there. Heidenheim did pull one back in first half stoppage time, but the game stayed 2-1 and Leipzig got the three points. So Banker in at odds of
0: 1-4. Yeah, and then uh, sticking in Germany, I was in the bundesliga Schwei with Magdeburg versus Kaiserslautern. I like both teams to score at 1-2 and Magdeburg took the lead early in the 17th minute and then Terence Boyd equalized eight minutes later, and we were paid out in 25 minutes. Game finished 4-1, but we just needed both teams to score.
1: Yep, superb. So, banker double in, and that's what we always want to see. On to the value picks. Now, this was actually the last game of the entire weekend. Odensey versus Norgeland, and I fancied a Norgeland win here against an Odense team that had been pretty poor at home. And Norgeland did the business and went into halftime with a 1-0 lead. But the referee gave Odensei a penalty in the second half. They just changed the game completely, and it eventually ended one each after they scored this penalty. don't know if you've seen it, Joey. Have you seen the incident? I was watching it live because I had a lot riding on this.
0: I hadn't seen the uh, the highlights yet, but the I came in just after that incident. So I think I came in maybe like the 75th minute, 80th yeah. minute. Um, and I saw there were plenty of chances that Norgjewin had to... Uh, to grab that winner and unfortunately just couldn't get the breaks.
1: I'm a wee bit gutted. They didn't actually go two 0 up. They, they had plenty of chances before the penalty incident to get the seconds. You know, there was like headers from six yards out that they were putting wide and various things. It didn't look like Odense were ever going to score in this game up until the point VAR awarded them a penalty. And for me, it's just, it's just not a penalty kick because if you give this as a penalty, it means no defender should ever be allowed to shield the ball out of play ever again. Like the defender's got himself between the attacker and the ball with his back to the attacker, and the attacker's ran into his leg and fallen over. Now, it's just, it's not a foul yeah. anywhere else in the pitch. They, they never give that as a foul anywhere in the pitch. So to give it as a penalty was, I was very unhappy. And especially unhappy as it meant my value pick lost. And even more unhappy by the fact that it was the only losing pick of the entire weekend.
0: That yeah, it was massively unlucky. Um, so sort of piggybacking on that, my uh my value pick was Wolves versus Arsenal. I like both teams to score. And that was actually kind of drifting up towards uh five to four, mm. just uh just over even money there for a minute. And Arsenal started brilliantly with two, two goals in the first 13 minutes. And this was honestly looking pretty dead in the water. They, uh, <laughs> they were, they were starting to get a, a, a real stranglehold on the game, but Wolves they were, they were persistent and, uh, and Cunha, he capitalized on a turnover in the box in the 86th minute and beautiful finish made it two one. And yeah, that was not exactly as I was expecting, as I would have hoped for a goal a little earlier, but, um, I knew, I knew Wolves would get their chances and they'd uh, they'd stick with it, and so they just ended up winning one nil here on the day of recording against uh, Burnley, and so they're starting to pick up a bit of form here.
1: Yeah, yeah, great pick, Joey. And um, I think at the time of recording, we were twenty one to twenty, so so over even money for that both teams to score. So excellent value pick. On to the outsiders, and I was in Japan for the final day of the Japanese top flight, the J League. And those Uruwa red diamonds away at Sapporo, who they really needed a win here. And they were priced up at 7 4 to get one. They needed a win to try and finish third. Hiroshima were one point ahead of them going into this game with one game to go. And they were just going to get the job done. And they did. They won the game 2 0 at odds of 7 4. So almost 2 1 for the outsider there. Um, and, and a good win for me. Unfortunately for Uruwa, though, it was all for nothing as Hiroshima beat Avispa Fukuoka. with a goal in the 97th minute to finish third. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Can you imagine being Urua there, getting that away when it's Sapporo, looking over at the, you know, and going, oh, it's still 0-0 in the Hiroshima game. We're going to finish third. Nope. 97th minute. So Urua ended up in fourth and missed out on that Asia Champions League 2 spot. But hey, the outsider came in. And that's three times I picked Urua in the last calendar year. Full year last 12 months and three times they've won
0: what a team what a team yeah there you go we're starting to get them figured out <laughs> <laughs> it's right at the end of the season and then uh, now we'll have to try and do that all over again next year uh looking forward to it great end to the uh the japanese season unfortunately yeah that's that's always tough and of course because they ended up getting knocked out of the the afc Champions league uh they did actual group stage to get to the knockout knockout i mean that's oof. that might be yeah. a uh, a heavy league focused uh season next year
1: and they lost they lost the final of the japanese league cup the levain cup as well oh so yeah, yeah, yeah they've had you know they've had a successful season where they've fallen at the final hurdle in just about everything they've done so maybe next year they yeah. can they can clear that final hurdle and actually uh you know, either get one of those Asia Champions League spots or pick up a trophy. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, but we've got a bit of a break now. The Japanese season runs with calendar year, so that's it. That's it done. We have the Emperor's Cup final this weekend bet- between Kawasaki Frontale and uh, Kashiba Raisul. That's the that's the last order of business in Japan for for soccer this year.
0: Okay. That hey, was your so, outsider, uh... Joey. <laughs> yeah my outsider was uh definitely probably the biggest sweat of the weekend for me uh this was the Gen darby Gent versus Ghent and I like to draw on that and it was one one after the first 21 minutes mm-hmm. and then Euroosaur got his brace. they took the lead in the 51st and it was all Ghent from that point forward I mean they were they were really battering on the on the door. They had 11 shot attempts and three on target in the second half. And then it wasn't until the 99th minute that we got our equalizer literally at the death of it by uh, Tariq Tisudali. He actually got his second of the match as well. So that was two, uh, two players with braces. And it was a weird, weird set of stoppage time. I mean, it was one of those things where you kind of felt that equalizer was going to come eventually, yep. just with all the attacking power that they had on the, on the pitch. But they had five minutes of extra time, and, or I guess stoppage time. And then there was a gnarly header collision inside the box on one of the corners. So it was like a four, four and a half minute stoppage. Within stoppage. Yeah. <clears throat> within stoppage time. So that's how we ended up at the 99th minute, um, ninth minute stoppage time. But you could tell the, uh, <laughs> the, the gank coach at the end of it was just losing his mind. How was there that much time left? Why, why did you blow the wind? Just like, I mean, one of those things, but Hey, it worked out in our favor. And, uh, that brought in the the outsider double for us that week. Outsider yeah, week.
1: doubling, hey, that's uh, that's big news. Did you not call an exact two two scoreline in that game as well? Uh,
0: I I did. You and, did,
1: uh, yeah. So you didn't just not call not all. You called an exact
0: two two scoreline. I I wasn't quite that cocky with my pick on the actual show, but between uh our little group chat with the uh, the collaborators, yeah, that was that was actually really tough because I had. Uh, PSV versus Feynord as a two two draw as well. And that one finished two one with uh Feynord just banging on the door at the end of it. I was that would have been something special, but
1: it really, yeah, would
0: have, I, really would have been. I couldn't believe that actually I mean to a certain extent. That was that was why when you uh you messaged us in the beginning, right? When it was one one, you're like, All right, no more goals. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean <laughs> there might be one or two more, but hey, no, it's it's exactly as we were expecting. So I'm glad I, we got
1: that result. I hate backing draws because your allegiance flip-flops throughout the game. If I back a draw, I want—I I don't want any notifications apart from two hours later. I want a notification that says it's nil-nil. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no drama. Boys, they're did your, your
0: business? There's your there. draw. All right, we're Love good. it.
1: But yeah, to correctly call a 2-2 two, two, draw, well, a draw, but to correctly call a 2-2 two, two draw, that's fantastic. Outsiders both in once again. Okay, on to the charity picks from last week. And this is where uh, whoever's on the show puts one choice forward that we then combine as an accumulator, put £10 of our own money on it, and all the returns go to a charity of our choosing. Now, I picked a home win for Dunfermline in their game against Queen's Park. And almost all of the lower league fixtures in Scotland last weekend were postponed and cancelled due to freezing temperatures. So this game got voided. So what's normally a charity treble was reduced to a charity double because there was just two of us was reduced to a charity single because this game ended up as a void. <laughs> so Joey, what was the one pick that our £10 of ch- uh, charity money went on?
0: Yeah, so not uh, not necessarily chronologically, but if you've been following along, that's been three of three for me so far. So it all came down to the, uh, the charity bet and I had Newcastle hosting... My Manchester United, and just as I was kind of expecting, betting with uh, head over heart, we got our Newcastle win. It was one nil. Um, they absolutely dominated.
1: They the first deserved half. it. They, had, didn't they
0: they had fourteen goal attempts, two of which were on target, and they created one point four four xg in that first half. I mean, as I was watching it, I was like, okay, this surely a goal has to come eventually. And then like the United fan of me is like, okay, well, we made it to halftime. Like, okay, we might be able to actually grab something out of this. And then they get that goal in the second half in the 55th minute. And they honestly just cruised it out. We had, we had our chances for sure. It's not like we just kind of rolled over like the one note scoreline would suggest, but I mean, we really never looked threatening at all. And that was, uh, that was just writing on the wall the, the entire time.
1: Yeah, I uh, picked a winner again, Joey. Four of four for you. Absolutely tremendous. The charity single came in at odds of 17 to 20 on William Hill, my selection being a void. So didn't count for the charity double. And that means our £10 turned into £18.50. Um, and I will be donating the £18.50 to the 2023 Christmas campaign from Glasgow's number one baby and family support service to try and give families that maybe struggling a little bit and some kids that don't have anything um, something over Christmas. So there we go. A little bit of festive cheer.
0: Yeah, that's great stuff.
1: Interestingly, Joey, just to recap, we went six for seven. That was almost a perfect show. Uh, in terms of hitting 100% of the picks. Obviously, the Nordjaland game and that penalty being the one thing that let it down. And that was the last game chronologically. Now, the Ghent versus Genk game was on half an hour before, so they overlapped. But that really late goal came after Odense's equaliser, came after the penalty. So there wasn't even a mega cash-out to be had at any time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah because yeah, when Nordjylland were leading, crossover.
1: when Nordjylland was lead, were leading, that game wasn't
0: a draw and it was into stoppage time. So the cash out was it was, it was level at halftime, but I think they might have scored that two one right before yeah. halftime of the Nordjylland game. Yeah, yeah, and never think
1: not that I would have taken a cash out anyway,
0: but uh, <laughs> but five pounds on. It's always on, fun knowing what they might have been. Yeah,
1: yeah, five pounds on all the picks last week turned into over six hundred and fifty quid. So, I missed out on that by a fraction, um, and so did anyone else that backs all the show's picks each week i know I know Dave Greenfield had it on as well. um, so we came very, very close. Hey, you know, almost a hundred percent. We've only got one game to improve on this week to hit that hundred percent, so let's do it after. exactly. uh, we're about to go to the break um where listeners on the regular podcast channels will hear a short advert. Um, however, if you're a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon, not only do you get this fine show as a video podcast as soon as we record it, so that is Tuesday evening this week, um, you also get uh, a special middle section instead of the ad break. And that's where Joey and I just talk about picks we like for the weekend that didn't perhaps make the show because we, we found something better or something we liked um, better for the, for the main show. Uh, and we just shoot the breeze about sports betting in general. So if you fancy becoming a Patreon member, just go to tramplebet.com and you'll find the link there. Uh, you also get a cheat sheet every week of all the picks written down. So there's loads of good reasons to be um, a member of the Trample Bet Club. And it helps us out because it costs £6 a month. And uh, yeah, everyone that's a member of the Trampled Bet Club, thank you so much. Helps us keep going as a going concern because... Um, apart from the picks, obviously, that's where, that, that's where we put our main focus. The podcast itself isn't a money-making exercise. So thank you very much for those that helped keep us in business. Okie doke. Here's an ad break. We'll catch you in two minutes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Welcome back and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, December 9th, 2023. Usual format, guys. Banker picks, value picks, outsider picks. And then a pick from each of us for what is hopefully a charity double and not a charity single this week. Although with the weather in Scotland, we make no promises. (laughs) So starting with the bankers. My game is Saturday, 2.30pm UK time in the German Bundesliga for Frankfurt versus Bayern Munich. And the away win for Bayern is priced at 4-11. to uh, Bayern come into this game, second place in the Bundesliga. They're three points behind Leverkusen, but they do have a game in hand. They've got 32 points from 12 matches, scoring a massive 43 goals and conceding only 9 That's insane. Yeah. Frankfurt, they're back in seventh spot, 18 points from 13 games, scoring a more mediocre 19 goals and conceding 15. Bayern are in such tremendous form at the moment. They've taken a maximum possible 15 points from their last five matches. Frankfurt, they've managed five points from their last five games. Unsurprisingly, Bayern lead the way as the best-performing team on the roads. They've taken 16 points from six away games. Frankfurt are worse than their overall league position when playing at home. They've only taken nine of their 18 points from their home games so far this season. So, yeah, only half. They they take just as many on the road as they do at home, and that's normally not what you'd expect to see. Uh, With Bayern absolutely flying just now, I'd back them against pretty much anyone, and they should have more than enough to get the job done. Away at Frankfurt, four to eleven just seems pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was looking at that one too. Bayern are basically just oh. a train right now; they're a wagon. <laughs> you, you could lump on them pretty much against everybody. Uh, so yeah, running out the bank the double is going to be. We're going to be a turkey this time, and uh, I like Galatasaray versus Adana Demirspor, and we're looking at both teams to score again this week, and this time at one point five seven ish. So that's going to be on Friday. At 5 p.m. And so this is a top five battle with second place Galatasaray hosting fifth place Adana Demirspor, And so much like Arsenal last week, this is going to be based around home and away splits. And while Galatasaray have conceded the fewest goals in the league, they've conceded five of their eight goals this season at home. And they've only kept five clean sheets in their last 16 overall, with both teams scoring eight of eight of their last nine home matches. Adana Demirspor have scored the third most goals through 14 matches with 26 goals just behind Galatasaray on 28. And they've actually scored in 15 of the last 17 overall with both teams to score in seven of their last away matches this season. Galatasaray have a crucial match against Copenhagen at the midweek to basically decide in the Champions League who advances to the knockout stages and who gets bumped down to Europa. So I'd imagine Adana will be able to capitalize on a potential rotation or and top topical subs that uh, Galatasaray feel necessary. So this should hopefully be wide open and I wouldn't be surprised if there's three or four goals in this one. Superb.
1: So that means the banker double this week is a win for Bayern Munich away at Eintracht Frankfurt and both teams to score in the game between Galatasaray and Adana Demirspor. You combine those two on bet three, six, five, we're over even money. Joey 1.09 to one for the banker double. I like the sound of that. On to the value picks then. I am staying in Germany and I have a Friday night game as well for you, Joy, in Hanover versus Karlsruhe in the second division in Germany. So the Bundesliga is thats At 7th placed Hanover, 23 points from 15 games, hosting 14th placed Karlsruhe, who have 17 points from their 15 games. Um, when considering only the home games Hanover are fourth in that home game league table an impressive 14 points from seven matches Karlsruhe have only managed five points on the road this season from their seven away games so I like the home away split here and the way that's working out what's really interesting though is that the last six iterations of this fixture has been won by whatever side is playing at home doesn't matter Really? Well, yeah just, just whoever's always home. fun whoever's at home wins this game um, and league position home advantage uh, says to me that Hanover are probably slightly better just now and they're also the home team in this one you're getting them at better than even money 11 to 10 so I think that's a pretty good price
0: yeah that's great and uh, after that hurt uh, nonsense with Schwer, uh I-, I hope they just lose every match going forward um, those <laughs> bastards uh, so yeah Let's uh, let's see a very convincing win for Hanover here. <laughs> um, spitefulness aside, uh, my value pick is going to be in England in League 2. And so for this one, I'm looking at Stockport versus Morecambe. And again, just like last week, we're, uh, we're looking at both teams to score. This time, both teams to score and over 2.5. And you can get that just over even money. Uh, so that's going to be on Saturday at 3 p.m. And so this is another key home and away split with league leaders uh Stockport traveling to 12th place Morecambe and hopefully this should be a good spot for some goals. Morecambe have seen both teams to score in 11 of their last 15 matches overall and unlike the last time I picked them against Wrexham they'll actually be at home this time where they've seen both teams to score in five of their last six matches. Stockport have kept five clean sheets in their last 15 matches but four of those five clean sheets have come at home And they've seen both teams to score in 14 of their last 15 away matches this season, including preseason matches, with both teams to score in over 2.5 in 10 of their last 11 competitive away matches. Stockport have also won seven of their last nine away matches. So I'm ultimately expecting them to go on and grab a second goal. But they've still conceded plenty of chances. And playing at home this time, I'm expecting Markham to capitalize on their chances.
1: Superb. So. Value double, Joey, this week. Both games priced at 11 to 10. Well, both selections priced at 11 to 10 on Bet 365. So that's a win for Hanover against Karlsruhe and over two and a half goals in both teams to score in the Morecambe versus Stockport game. The double works out at 3.41 to 1. There we go. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Outsiders now. So this is where we look for something that the bookies is priced up as an underdog, but we think has a very good chance of coming in. We, of course, hit both outsiders last week. So the outsider double came in at a nice big price. We're looking to do the same again this week. Hey, it's another Friday night game for me. Don't know what's going on this week, but we're getting the picks in really? early. This there is the go. Scottish Championship. So the second tier of Scottish football for what is a really tasty game that will be live on BBC Scotland, Wraith Rovers versus Partick Thistle. This is second versus third in the table. Both teams with promotion aspirations. Wraith have 30 points from 13 games. Partick Thistle, 25 points from 14 games. Now, Wraith have been doing really well, and I think a lot of people have expected the bubble to burst um, because they seem to be outperforming what you'd think that side was capable of on paper. And they have rode their luck a little of late this season. I was talking to someone today that told me they have managed to gain 15 points from the last five minutes of matches. So when the clock ticks 86, they managed to turn draws into wins and losses into draws. And as evidenced by last week, Losses into wins. Um, they got two late goals to come from behind against Inverness last week. They were they were trailing one 0 in the 86th minute, and they won the game two one. Um, so they've been they've been doing that consistently. But Partick Thistle are at a good side. Um, and I think they're overpriced here. Both sides have won their last four games in a row and drawn the one before that. It's going to be a great game, but I think it's going to be a really close game, and I don't think Partick will bottle it as much as other teams. When it gets into the final five minutes, I also think they're more than capable of starting strong and putting this game out of sight. They're they're twenty one to ten. They're over two to one, and I I think this game could go either way. And I think it's I think it's I think Wraith Rovers are due a loss. I think Partick Thistle okay. are, are the team that can do it for them. So over two to one for a Partick Thistle win, I think is is good money. Um, so I'll, I'll be taking an away win here on Friday night in the championship for for Partick Thistle.
0: Yeah, as much as I've uh, I've been learning a little bit about Scottish football, I'll uh, I'll absolutely trust you guys on those ones, and uh, hopefully we get a Partick Thistle win here. I just
1: I just, so, I just uh, would I wouldn't be backing Wraith Rovers as favourites in this game. Uh, oh, absolutely, under. Like it, uh, just no. That's too that's too dodgy. So you know, but. Logic would imply that the other side of that bet is the better one to take, so that's what that's what I'll be doing.
0: Absolutely, um, and so in a similar situation, I'll be in France for my outsider, and much in the spirit of Gordo, uh, it's going to be another draw, and this time between Lyon and Toulouse. Uh, so this is going to be on Sunday at four PM, and this is this falls under that same category. Um, Lyon are nine to ten favorites, and. I just absolutely cannot trust that whatsoever. Um, but so unlike Andy um, picking Toulouse as the away side, being on that side of the coin flip, I think this will land right in the middle and uh, we'll settle on and draw. And so basically this has been, you two sides that have been struggling domestically. Um, Toulouse largely due to Europa League uh, aspirations, but Lyon on the other hand have been absolutely shocking. They're marooned at the bottom of the table. They've only picked up seven points in 13 matches. They actually started the season winless in their first ten. Tulu haven't been setting the world on fire by any means. But they had a very different start to their season with just two losses in the first nine league matches. Ultimately, I just don't trust Leon to be uh be this short of favorites at home. Yes, they've picked up a bit of form, but Tulu ultimately they just kind of haven't been able to put those wins together yet. That's how we ended up on the draw. And it also doesn't hurt that Toulouse have drawn seven of 14 league matches this season. And Lyon have drawn three of their last five home matches, while Toulouse have drawn four of their last eight away matches and three of their last six league away matches. Basically, Lyon have to play midweek versus Marseille. So I think Toulouse getting those couple extra days rest should hopefully be a good recipe for a draw here.
1: Yeah, and you did well with your two two draw last week, Joey. Um do you uh do you have a correct score for us here?
0: I, I, I don't know if we'll quite get uh four goals in this one. I I think one one looks one one looks pretty good. Mm-kay-do. With uh te- DeLinga on the score sheet. Oh wow, Alinga. here we go. We're getting right into, further. right into the detail. Te- Tease Delinga for uh Tulu. Guy guy's a phenom. He's a he's a problem in the box.
1: I like that. This man is a problem, <laughs> Well, hopefully no problems getting another outsider double in, um, which would be a win for Partick Thistle away at Rovers and a draw between Lyon and Toulouse. That works out over 10 to 1, um, 10.16 to 1 on Bet365 currently. Okay, they're the main picks for the weekend. Just the not-so-small matter of the charity doubles. So that's £10 of our own money goes on a double which Joey and I get one pick each and all the returns, should we should we hit the double, go to charity and we'll announce that on next week's show, should we win. Okay, I am staying in Scotland, um. even though freezing temperatures meant my charity pick got voided last week. Hopefully that doesn't happen this time around. For the 3pm kickoff on Saturday in the Premiership between St Mirren and Ross County. 4th place St Mirren, 22 points from 15 games. Host what's looking likely to be 8th placed Ross County. They are currently playing Motherwell and winning 2-0. So that would put them up to 17 points from 15 games. So 4th place St Mirren against what looks to be 8th placed uh, Ross County. The thing is, County are a much better team at home. Than they are away from home. They play in the Highlands of Scotland, up past Inverness. Um, it's a very difficult place for away teams to go, uh, and they get the majority of their points at home. They are not so good on the road. They've only taken six points from seven away games this season. St Mirren, they're solid at home. So not only are they fourth in the table, uh, they're behind only Celtic and Rangers when you consider just home games only. They've taken 14 points from seven home games. The last five times this fixture has been played, it's been won by whichever side has been playing at home. So very similar to my value pick in the Hanover game. When St. Mirren play Ross County, whoever's playing at home wins this game. And I fancy it to be the case again. And you're getting better than even money for a St. Mirren win here. So 11 to 10 for a St. Mirren win. And and a St. Mirren side that have been very good this season they are in fourth place in the league, Uh, I I like it a lot. So they're my charity pick this weekend, uh, a win for St. Mirren
0: yeah great uh, so rounding out the, the charity double for me is going to be another Friday game uh, we're already at three Oof. so far this this will be the fourth. so this, this could either be a very very good start to the uh, the mega cupid or a very very bad start just as well we're Hoping recording this uh, on,
1: on Tuesday Joey to give Gary plenty of time absolutely
0: I, I was early. thinking about that as, uh, as you're like okay yeah do you want to record on Tuesday I'm like oh Maybe I should try and find a slightly later pick, but no, we, we should be able to get this in uh, with plenty of time. Um, so my, my charity pick this week is going to be in Australia, which is why it's so early. Wow. Um, this is going to be the very first kickoff of the entire weekend. And this is Friday at eight forty five AM for the central coast Mariners hosting Western United. And I like a home win at 1.9. Um, so we- if you look at this on paper, this, this is a little bit of a basement battle with the bottom two teams facing off. But if you look a little bit closer, I think fixture congestion has been a massive strain on the squad for uh, Central Coast Mariners. And that's the large reason why they're down in this position. Um, they've been competing in the AFC Cup, not the AFC Champions League. This is kind of like uh, Europa League for the AFC Conference. Um, and so they've had to play seven matches in the span of about a month or so. And this will actually be the longest break they've had in two weeks, um, about six days in between this match, their previous match and this one up coming on Friday. And the Mariners have actually won and drawn their last two league matches. I mean, we're only six or seven matches into the season. So this is still early gates a little bit, but I think this is still a good spot. And they actually ended up winning the first league match conveniently after their last big break. Um, So the last time they had a big break in fixtures they ended up winning that match right after those first couple days of rest. So I think this really just comes down to how the squad's been having to have that extra workload. Um, And one thing that doesn't help is they've had red cards in two of their last four league matches as well. So certainly a lot of squad rotation coming into play there. Um, But I think this extra rest period is really going to make the world of difference. And it also doesn't hurt that Western United They've lost five matches on the spin, and they've only scored once during that stretch. So, looking back at historical data, Central Coast have won four of the last five meetings between the sides in all locations. And they've actually won all five meetings at home. So, hopefully, this should be a good spot for the Mariners to get back on track. They'll be, they'll be well rested. They've got an easy AFC Cup match to essentially clinch the top spot in the group and go out to the knockout stages. They have to travel away to the Philippines, but it's against the team that is worst in the group that they drubbed. I think it was 6-1, might have been 9-1 in the reverse fixture. So I think they'll be fully focused on this match against Western United. I think this is a good spot for a home win.
1: Fantastic, Joey. So that means a charity double this week of wins for St. Mirren and Central Coast Mariners. So that's two home wins 11 to 10 for St. Marin, 10 to 11 for Central Coast Mariners, which means exactly 3 to 1. Hey, there we there go. There you go. 10 pounds would turn like it to, to hear 40. That. So, let's hope that we're announcing 40 quid to charity
0: next week. Let's just hope that it's still a double. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. By, by well, the weekend. You know what? We'll, we'll start. I'll take a winner. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's take a winner. Uh, it's always a
1: winner. Yeah, yeah. It's a double. That's us go <laughs> Of course, last week we were one one selection away from hitting all the shows' picks. If you did fancy putting all eight picks on as an accumulator, four hundred and eleven to one joy. So a fiver would turn into over two grand, which would be very welcome with Christmas around the corner.
0: Not too shabby. We can not work too, with
1: that. Not too shabby at all. Um, Christmas around the corner, of course, means one thing for me in the UK: the World Darts Championship. Between Christmas oh, and New Year. Yes. Yeah. It's hey, it's what you do uh, over the Christmas holidays from work, or it's what I do. Um, darts is just on constantly. There's gonna be a plethora of football, which is wonderful, but the darts world championship is something to behold. Um, so we'll definitely be having conversations about that with our Patreon members um in the upcoming weeks. So if you do fancy becoming a member of the Patreon to get the video content, to get the cheat sheets, so that's all the picks written down. Um, to get the extra content um, on stuff like the darts. Just go to trampledbet.com. £6 a month helps give something back to the show and you get all that extra stuff. We also do have a Facebook group. Come and join the conversation. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook and ask to join the group. We've got over 300 members there um, discussing football, what they like for the weekend. Not just football. Michael Stokes is back with the rugby. He had more winning picks in the Facebook group this weekend joey you're very active in the facebook group too so come and talk to us um berate us congratulate us ask our opinions on things tell us what you like for the weekend um it's all happening over on facebook so it'd be great to see you there well joey anything to add before we wrap up this week's edition
0: i i I think the only thing we have to compare with last week is we had we had four winners on saturday last week let's have uh Four winners on Friday this week. Exactly. Uh, We can get off to a bang and start and then just keep it rolling through the weekend. Superb. It's been a pleasure talking to you as always.
1: Thank you very much for your time. Um, And thank you to everyone for listening. We shall see you next weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughan, Gordon McLaren, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports social.co.uk.